Hey listeners, welcome to our first mini-sode, and we just wanted to take the time to talk a little bit about ourselves and let you guys, our audience, know a little bit more about us. So we're going to just do sort of an informal interview and ask each other some, some fun questions. I'm Chelsea, and I love true crime. And I'm David, and I love horror movies. This is based on a true crime. We both have our full-time jobs during the week, and we you know, try to get most of our podcast-related stuff done on the weekends. And this past weekend, we were actually in Maryland. Uh, one of my very best friends was getting married. Shout out to Becky and her awesome new husband, Jason. Okay, so I do actually have something written down this time rather than going off the cuff like I typically do, which causes all sorts of fun editing issues when we're doing this in editing in post. Which is the exact opposite of me because I write down almost everything I'm going to say word for word for my segment. But it's awesome because then I get the benefit because I just like every other thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not saying <laughs> during the first half of the episode, which is I guess that depends on where you draw the line for movies based on true crimes, because I think that my number one would be Silence of the Lambs, just because technically Buffalo Bill is inspired by Ed Gain, you know, in terms of the making garments out of human skin. And then also Ted Bundy, the scene where you see him kidnapping the girl by feigning an injury is very typical, quintessential Ted. Um, but if you want to go into something that's more literal, I'm a big fan of uh, the movie Zodiac. You know, I thought that that was a, an amazing movie. And um, so I'm really excited about I'm sure we're going to do a future episode where we talk about Zodiac. I'll save my opinions for that one, but let's just say I like it. Reanimator, <laughs> which you introduced me to. Thank you very much. I love that movie. I love H.P. Lovecraft, and it's excellent. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Too bad we can't talk about that one because it's not quite based on anything true, but maybe we can make an exception. It could be our Halloween episode. Okay, so we got the 80s. Um, how about the 90s, Chelsea? What's your <laughs> that would be In the Mouth of Madness, um, which is also my favorite John Carpenter movie, which, uh, yeah, I love that movie. Sam Neill, you know, it's in terms of, I guess, different genre movies. You know, I love him so much in Jurassic Park. And yeah, that's that's an amazing one, you know, kind of in line with Reanimator with that Lovecraft influence. It's excellent. Awesome pick. How about the Oddies? Oddies, I would go with The Orphanage which is actually a movie I introduce you to. So um, also I would say that is my favorite ghost movie. I feel like break down the horror genre further. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. You know, some of those scenes were very scary, but overall I think the movie's melancholy and touching and just excellent. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> okay, moving on from movies, let's talk about serial killers, Chelsea. 
Um, my favorite serial killer, I'm going to go with John Wayne Gacy Jr. <laughs> if for no reason other than I really fell in love with that Sufjan Stevens song on uh, the Come On Feel the Illinois. That was probably kind of early on in terms of when I was really getting into true crime. I think it's growing up, it wasn't really something I was exposed to besides just watching the news in general. I was much more into the really nerdy stuff, all of the anime on uh, Toonami, my Sailor Moon and Gundam Wing and getting into Tolkien and then getting into sci-fi. And then in terms of what to blame, I guess for my uh, true crime obsession, it's probably Wikipedia. I remember falling into these these wiki holes of like, oh, look, an entry on Unsolved Mysteries. You just read it and read it and read it. And even now, I'm some case will show up on Facebook and I'll go to the Wikipedia page and I'll be like, I'm pretty sure I read this like 12 years ago. <laughs> so yeah, John Wayne Gacy, you know, I, I heard the song. I read all about him. What's not to be intrigued about a killer clown? <laughs> so many of these serial killers... Not to be sexist, but kind of nice reading about a serial killer where uh, you're not his type. <laughs> um, so, you know, in terms of John Wayne Gacy and Dahmer, they're ones that I don't need to have nightmares about <laughs> while, you know, they're still like total assholes, obviously, because they kill people. And I guess the other serial killer, see, I don't think this would be technically a serial killer. This is a serial killer theory. The smiley face serial killer theory was... So one of the first people I met that was also into true crime was my best friend and then later on roommate in college. And we read all about the smiley face serial killer theory together. So that's this idea that these college aged men who would go out for a night of drinking and then they'd find their bodies in uh, like rivers and lakes nearby. This theory that they're being preyed upon, they're being pushed into the water and drown and then they find smiley face graffiti close to them so probably bullshit but wouldn't it be cool i guess it wouldn't be cool but (laughs) wouldn't it be terrifying yeah much better so yeah so that would be my number one yep john wayne gacy jr this face paint uh, yeah (laughs) as an illinois native Yes, of course I do. (laughs) So my favorite unsolved crime over the last couple months, especially, uh, it's been the Black Dahlia. And you can thank the uh, Hollywood and Crime podcast for that one. You know, it's always been on my radar, obviously. It's such a famous case. But the depth that the first season of Hollywood and Crime has gone into um, on this case and other maybe related unsolved murders in the area during that time period. It's, you know, it's just an interesting time. It's an absolutely gruesome crime. And, you know, there have been dozens of suspects and a bunch of people confessing that didn't do it and couldn't have done it. It's it's a mess, but it's a really cool mess. <laughs> and uh, that's another one that we could talk about more. If you want to watch the uh, 2006 <laughs> 
Josh Hartnett movie, which I have not seen because I heard it was terrible, but that might actually make it more fun to talk about. There's an insane news item today. Did you see it in St. Louis? Um, so the police got a phone call from someone in Las Vegas saying that they could find the body of a seven-year-old in a garage in an abandoned house somewhere in the metro area. I think Centerville, maybe? Yeah, Centerville uh, in a garage. The child had died in 2015. Probably was murder, but I guess they don't really know yet. But someone's in custody in Las Vegas. Just in terms of breaking news from our previous hometown. Okay, well that's like hot off the presses. Yeah, hot off the presses. Heard it first here. All right, so that's one of the latest cases that's in the news. I'm sure we'll be following that. So we're talking about cases. Do you have any podcast recommendations for our audience? Oh, I have so many podcast recommendations. Um, I think I'm going to skip right over my favorite murder because I think any true crime themed podcast that's been coming out in the last couple months, we all know where its root is. But a few that I've discovered more recently, Insight, I think I'm a little late to the game on that one. That's also a pretty popular one, but I absolutely love it. It's two women, Charlie and Allie, one in Australia and one in Kansas City. And um, they talk about almost exclusively unsolved crimes and mysteries and missing persons. Um, they're great, really, really well done, well researched. Um, the other one that I started listening to recently is True Crime Brewery. And this is um, a podcast. It's actually also a married couple. <laughs> and actually also one of them is a doctor, but he's the kind that helps people, not like me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a doctor and yeah every episode they talk about a beer and a crime and it's very very well researched and I also love beer even though we're drinking wine um, and yeah their most recent episode which I'm super excited to listen to but it's an interview with Rhonda Stapley a Ted Bundy survivor oh yep No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you for setting up for these questions. It was very informative. Yeah. And that's all that I have for you. And then all that I have for you are oh, look, it's the exact same questions. <laughs> the exact same questions. Yeah. Um, oh, this is going to be a harder one for you. What's your favorite horror movie from the 80s? <laughs> My favorite horror movie from the 80s. I have two of them, but I'm going to start with A Nightmare on Elm Street. We need a little bell that we can ring when you say Nightmare on Elm Street while we're recording. Ding, 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 ding. Not Dream Warriors? I feel an obligation to have the first film in a series. What about 90s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, seriously, it grew on me. And today, it just hit over 20 years since it debuted. And 
holds up extraordinarily well. It's like better to me today than it did then. Scream reinvented horror. It was at that time where practical effects were kind of going away and people were experimenting with more digital and things were just weren't quite as scary. And it, it established some trends that maybe weren't so great for the genre. It's definitely a, a, a landmark piece of work. Don't let me think about it too long, though, because then I, I will start thinking about other films. I'll probably just go back to In the Mouth of Madness. <laughs> Um, and then what about the 2000s? Is there another Wes Craven one for the trifecta? No, I, <laughs> I, I do not have uh, one from the 2000s that is a Wes Craven film. I actually would pick 2009's Drag Me to Hell, directed by Sam Raimi, as my obvious pick of top horror film. It's scary, it's funny, it feels like it exists within the Evil Dead universe, and it's just a spook of blast as yeah, where would Evil Dead fall in your 80s horrors? Is that number three? Evil Dead 2 would be number three. I mean, it's also somehow the greatest movie of all time. But, but not the greatest 80s horror movie, but the greatest movie of all time. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Favorite true crime movie? Zodiac. It is. All right. <laughs> well, it's good. Uh, yeah. That's, ca- that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. It's an amazing film. I did not see Zodiac when it came out. I saw it for the first time with you after you highly recommended it. And... Now I'm extra excited about our episode on Zodiac. I think that will be a very fun one. Probably a very long one, too. (laughs) Favorite serial killer. You were teasing me with this one earlier. So it's time for you to finally tell me. Probably two minutes ago, it was going to be the Zodiac killer. It was going to be my first choice. You're allowed. You're allowed. Why don't you say that one? Because I'm going to ask you your favorite unsolved case. Well, or yeah, would it be all? It would be all three. All three. Yeah. Um, I am not uh, as advanced of a learner of the true crime, so you can't blame me for picking like one movie that is an easy answer for all. It's like uh, pick the cheat, right? It's like technically mm. answers all three questions. Technically, it does. Okay, I think that the Zodiac Killer is terrifying not only because he was not caught, but also the letters and the the coded messages that were left behind. I don't know. It's just fascinating. It's terrifying. Just the fact that, you know, that person's still out there unnamed. I just think that that's really scary. And it freaks me out. The Zodiac Killer. All right. Now here's a different question I have. You didn't ask me this one. Do you have a least favorite serial killer? (laughs) All of them. (laughs) Serial killers suck. Don't kill people. Yes. um, Yeah. And it just makes me really grossed out. And I'm sure we're all grossed out by all of these serial killers. Also, the Springwood Slasher is one of my favorites. That's one of your favorites? Yeah. That's Freddy Krueger, by the way. Oh. For our listeners who haven't seen the movie. <laughs> answer. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then your unsolved crime, Zodiac. <laughs> Do you have another one? You know me so well. Oh, yeah. No, but ask me in like 20 episodes. We'll do another one of these. Yeah. All right, moving on. Favorite podcasts. I'm just getting into true crime. You know, my favorite murder is a great introduction to the genre. I listen to a couple of horror podcasts, starting with Shockwaves, 
which is amazing. If you're into horror movies, they have a team of folks who start out with the recommendations in terms of current and older films that they're watching that they've watched in between episodes, and then they have a guest interview segment that takes up the second half. It's filmmakers, it's actors and directors and creative people, it's uh, the folks that produce your favorite horror movie Blu-rays that are being remastered with tons of extras, so highly recommend checking out Shockwaves. I'd also suggest subscribing to the movie group. That's Adam Green and Joe Lynch. They're both filmmakers. You may know Adam from the Hatchet series. You may know Joe Lynch from his upcoming film Mayhem, as well as his past movies that he's done. His first one was Long Term 2, and he's worked on a lot of other pretty cool projects. So the movie group is a behind-the-scenes look at the creative industries, everything from to comic books, to music, and they're all extremely inspiring stories as to how these artists got started, how they continue on through challenges in their career, and how you as an audience member, as a creative person, can find inspiration. Those are my two picks. Awesome. Before we wrap it up, we did post on Instagram and Facebook asking some of our listeners, you know, what their favorite scary movies are. Do you want to do it in the voice? So creepy and uh we got we got two responses our friend whitney on instagram uh let us know that her favorite scary movie is highway to hell <laughs> and um that is a great movie that i had never heard of actually until we watched it with her <laughs> um and it's starring her favorite actor chad Lowe. it is surprisingly good i i really enjoyed it yeah highway to hell And we'll probably talk, at least touch upon Friday the 13th in our next full episode because our movie is early 80s slasher that takes place at a camp. So, but it's not Friday the 13th. You'll have to listen to see what it is. So keep an eye on our Facebook and Instagram if you are listening and would like a shout out because we'll have lots of opportunities going forward. Probably every week we'll post a little teaser about what the true crime case is. And if you guess it, you'll get a shout out. We already have someone who's getting a shout out uh, next week. So so yeah, if you want to know who we're talking about, go, go back in our Instagram and find it. Uh, he's a creepy looking fellow. <laughs> You can find us all over social media. Give us a follow. Send us your questions. Rate, review, subscribe.
said at Ace Fun and True Crime and Instagram. That's one of our best outlets on social media. We're having a lot of fun there. Chelsea's put a lot of work into it, so mm-hmm. I'd like to give us a follow over there. So we look forward to our next topic, which is Cropsy. <laughs> it's fine. It's already on Instagram. It's Cropsy and Andre Rand, the maybe child serial killer. Yep. Okay, well, thanks for sticking with us through this mini episode. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye.